Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everybody. It's Nick, and welcome to another episode of Scale Up Your Business. So, for those who are regular listeners, what did you think of the interview with Rock Thomas? Powerful stuff, hey? And uh, if this is the first episode of Scale Up Your Business that you're listening to, um, I suggest you go back a week, listen to Rock's interview, and prepare to be inspired. Certainly one of the most enjoyable conversations I've had. And uh, yeah, some really, really good learnings for everybody and some stuff that you can take away and apply to your business pretty much from the outset. So today I'm going to be back in the hot seat with an episode that's a bit more personal. Now I want to shout out to a guy called Alex Porter, who sent me a message on LinkedIn and, you know, just saying thank you for the podcast really and some of the value that he has got out of it. And he said, listen, um, got an idea for an episode. And I quite like it when people do that. So if you do have any thoughts about what you'd like me to cover on future episodes, please get in touch, LinkedIn, email, Facebook, Twitter, any of those, those things are fine. And he said, I would like to know the things that you wish you could have told yourself when you were 21 years old. So I thought, hey, that's great. What a great episode. So today I'm going to kind of get into that. As I said, it's a bit more personal, but I'm going to also sort of have some tips, I think, which are probably a little bit more universal. And as I was reflecting on this episode, there were some certain things that I probably had forgotten about, certainly from 20 odd years ago, which um, I think would be really relevant to a lot of people. So before I get into it, so I hope you're enjoying Scale Your Business. Please share with your friends, colleagues, subscribe, post a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I love getting the feedback, both good and bad. Always listen to what you've got to say. And I want to continue making the show better and better. So I'm getting quite a lot at the moment. Certainly a few people a day uh, contacting me. So if you've been listening to the show for a while and you've got some thoughts to improve what I'm doing, please reach out. So, uh, 21. <laughs> That's a long time ago. I don't really talk about my age much, but um, I'm about to be 45 in a few weeks. And 21 feels like, it feels like a long time ago, but at the same time, it doesn't feel that long ago. And people who are sort of, you know, in their 40s and 50s and, and probably older kind of get what I'm talking about. Time moves very quickly as um, you start to get to that sort of age. Um, but the first thing I thought when, when Alex suggested this was, you know, who was I at 21? Um, what was my identity? And Rock and I spoke a lot about identity last, last week. And I suppose the headline as I was thinking about this is uh, I was confused. I mean, I was starting to work stuff out, starting to get my shit together, but I didn't really have any real guidance or mentorship. And I sort of had to seek information, insights, if you like, from the outside of my sort of family and my immediate peer group. And, and that's probably something that I think a lot of people do, particularly when they sort of get to that age and they're thinking about what they want their life to be like and what they want their career to be like. And I mean, I bumbled around at university. I failed my first degree, 
um, which was a science degree. To be really honest, it was too much time hustling in pool halls, probably drinking too much beer, trying to chase girls with not much success. I mean, mind you, the pool was good. <laughs> I did win quite a lot of games in the pool hall. But eventually I learned that you've got to have some focus and some discipline. And I, I got that. And as a result of that, I got my business degree. And I did that mainly for my grandfather. He used to say to me, I don't care what you do as long as you get a degree. And he was a big influence on my life. And it was an opportunity that he missed out on. So he was very keen for me to do that. So, you know, as a, I suppose, a sign of respect for him. And, and also I was you know, prepared to, to, to realize that would help me. I, I finished that and got my degree. But, you know, as a 21-year-old, I had lots of debt. I was poor as hell with money. Again, no real understanding or education about this sort of thing. And I sort of had the belief at that time that money was about buying things for short-term pleasure versus sort of a wealth and abundance mindset. And, you know, to be, to be again, really honest with everybody here, I was just getting by, you know, and I didn't really have any real goals around that and certainly any real um, understanding about the power of money and the power of, of wealth creation. But one thing did happen around that age. I discovered a real true passion for health and fitness, for um, setting goals, personal development. And it was around this time that I started reading from the greats, you know, the, the Jim Rohns, the Robert Kiyosaki's, Tony Robbins, uh, Jack Canfield, Zig Ziglar, to name but a few. And at the time, it felt like, you know, again, just a load of crazy thinking, particularly from how I was brought up. And... I realize now, as I look back and certainly reflecting, that it was starting to shape my values, my beliefs, and my psychology, and, and certainly how I am now, and certainly how I think about things now, but it started back then. So I started and sold my first business, which was a personal training business. I've spoken about that on previous episodes. I mean, in reality, it wasn't much of a business. You know, it made money. I had clients. I did set it up. You know, I did all that sort of thing. I, I registered as a company. So I did learn a lot through that process as a sort of, you know, 19, 20 year old. But I, I had this kind of problem, I think, uh, almost like an imposter syndrome about being an entrepreneur. You know, it scared the life out of me. And I don't know why, but I do remember at the time thinking, wow, this feels really uncomfortable. And again, I think it comes down to you are in many ways a system of your programming. And I wasn't surrounded by those those types of people growing up. And it was only until I met my father many, many years later, because he he left when when I was a lot younger, that, you know, he was very much an entrepreneur. So there was certainly something from him that was in me that I, I realized later on. But, you know, I, again, I, I, reflecting on this episode, I didn't really have any idea what I wanted to do with my life. Certainly no idea of my purpose. I knew at that point, and it's a really interesting question from Alex, because it was around 21 that I realized something had to change. You know, my family loved me, supported me, um, but I didn't want to be in the same position as them, certainly financially. And I decided to, you know, to use the term burn the boat of that life and move from Adelaide to Sydney. And it was that decision that everything changed, you know, around the age of 21. So looking back now, you know, I was probably better off than a lot of 21-year-olds. Again, didn't realize at the time, had a great family, great friends, really strong education, lots of opportunities with presenting themselves. But for whatever reason, I wasn't satisfied. And interestingly, when I got the most fulfillment back then was helping people, be that physically through personal training. I used to coach youth basketball. There's a lot of side conversations I had with clients when I was a PT about life and 
And, you know, that's an interesting part of my my growth, really, because I was dealing with all sorts of people with all sorts of challenges, some of them very successful, some not so, but I started to change my environment. And that, I suppose, you know, when I look back, you know, my purpose now in life was re- was revealing itself to me back then. I just didn't see it at the time. And, you know, the question I, I thought, again, is, you know, is that the same for you? You know, I bet if you spend some time looking back and reflecting, particularly if you're, you know, my age or, you know, there's a gap between that age of 21 and where you are today, you know, have a look back and just sort of see. I bet there are some signs, particularly if you found your purpose that started to reveal themselves at that point. So I suppose the key thing is that I absolutely realized that I needed to get into a bigger pond, bigger opportunities, bigger experiences. And any of you from Australia, any of you from Adelaide, my hometown, you know what I mean. (laughs) It's a great place, but it's a small place. And the decision to move to Sydney with, with hardly any money was arguably the biggest risk or the first risk that I'd taken in my life. And I know now it wasn't really a risk at all, but it felt like it at the time. You know, obviously it just, it changed everything, as I said. So funnily, what got me to that decision was a few things coming together. So the first one was the pain of seeing, I suppose, my family struggling and knowing I needed to change my environment or I could end up like that. Second was um, this sort of subtle working on my mindset by reading self-help books. Um, As I said, I wasn't really taking the massive action in those pages, but in hindsight, it was definitely changing my subconscious and my programming. And then the third bit was really I was was around some amazing mentors, but again, at the time, I didn't quite realize what was going on. So call out to David and Meg Michelle, Jim Wally. These amazing people opened up their network to me, which eventually got me Probably the biggest opportunity I had, or the first big break in my career, which was a move into the media industry with Men's Health Magazine in Australia. And that was all through, you know, changing that environment and hanging out with those individuals. So looking back, much of the stuff that happened, you know, the, the, the positive things is what I suggest and advise on this podcast. So, you know, <laughs> why do I do it? Because it works. It worked back then. It works for me now. It works for lots of people that I work with. And again, it's, you know, there's some principles in this, which even though today's episode is more about, you know, what was life like and, and how did I get from where I was then to where I am now, there's many, many parallels back into business. You can apply this stuff, you know, through all the stuff you're doing with growth and scale up. So as you know, I say, be grateful, be brave, have faith, show up. Back then, perhaps not enough gratefulness. You know, I wasn't thinking about that, but I was certainly living the other components of what is now my mantra. And I can definitely remember feeling 100% alive at that point in time because I was challenging myself. I was taking a risk. And even though I, you know, I had trepidation, it may not work out. You've got to sometimes trust that. And once I was there in Sydney, with all that sort of chaos and uncertainty, certainly in the beginning, um, I hustled like hell. I did some crazy stuff. You know, I was working three or four jobs. I did whatever I needed to stay there. And it wasn't a guarantee that I was going to. There was a point where I literally was, was running out of money. And I probably had maybe three weeks left, two weeks left. <laughs> that's when I, you know, got introduced to Murdoch Magazine's News International. And that's when I had one opportunity to win a job there. And I remember literally not going to sleep that night and going back the next day and having to present something that they asked me to do. And 
because I put so much intention and effort and focus into that, I got the job and, and that changed everything. So such an amazing time in my life. Uh, but of course, I didn't connect with it in that way. And certainly at the time. And I think, you know, if you're a 21 year old, one of, one of my younger listeners, and I know I have plenty of them, have a listen to this because some of the stuff you're feeling now is possibly certainly how I was feeling. And I think some of the advice I'm going to give you um, could be really relevant and really, really, really useful for you. So what's advice? Back to Alex's question, what advice would I have given myself all the way back then 20 plus years ago? So there's probably lots of things, but I've boiled it down to seven key things. And I'm going to share those with you now. So the first one is uh, trust that life is always giving you feedback that serves you. So a little bit of fear, you know, I kind of get into that sometimes on this. But, you know, whether it looks good or bad at the time, you've got to believe that the challenges, the knockbacks, you know, they may feel major, certainly at the time. They open up doorways, you know, to something bigger and better. And I know that I wouldn't be who I am today had I have not gone through those challenges and put myself out there and had to step up. But you've got to trust that even the stuff that feels challenging at the time is helping you grow. <clears throat> it's helping you be able to have different types of experiences. <clears throat> and even the stuff that's been really tough in me growing up has served me massively, massively in terms of the things that I'm doing now. That's the first one. Second is take, take absolute control and accountability for your education. And of course, I'm not talking about school or university, even though those things are good. I'm talking about life skills. I'm talking about influence, mindset, rapport, emotional intelligence, empathy, being focused, being present. My advice is never stop reading and filling your mind with stuff that is going to help you achieve your goals and importantly, enjoy the journey on the way. I did it maybe haphazardly, but looking back in hindsight, I was getting so much from that. So if you're you know, in your early 20s now and struggling, start to feed your mind with this stuff. Start to go to seminars, start to learn from people who are teaching life skills that are applicable you know, across your career, across your relationships, everything. Because regardless of whether it's business or scale up, you know, business is relationships and the better you can understand yourself and the better that you can help and serve others is, is massively going to help you in your business. So that's the second point, education. Third one um, is find mentors early. Now, they may be within your family. Now, that's great if they are. They could be elsewhere. But find people who have the experience and the skills to help you get where you want to be. Now, I did two things back then. Again, one of them was, was back to my education piece. I read Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And in that, he talks about his two fathers. And I probably didn't, again, sort of connect with this at the time, but I started to spend time you know, with people who were more successful in business than what I had experienced growing up. So that's the second thing I did. And I was inspired by Robert's book. And the strange thing is, because I didn't, sort of make this decision consciously at the time, as I look back and I understand more now about how all this works, the two things, it's probably one of the best things I could have done. So again, if you haven't, if you're in that position, you know, it doesn't really matter about your age about this one. If you haven't got good mentors around you, if you haven't got people who are just a few steps ahead, get them now. Yeah. Work out, you know, obviously where you're going first. You've got to have your vision, but then seek out those people who are going to absolutely accelerate your trajectory to what you're trying to achieve. So the fourth one 
And this is one that's probably been the biggest struggle for me personally throughout my life is saving and investing money. I didn't do this early enough and I wish I had. Simple as that. I'm much better at it now, but it was not something that was high enough up the list for me. Not not because I didn't want it, it's just I didn't have any understanding of it. And um, a mentor of mine recently said that if you're not a millionaire by the time you're 40, um, wealth was not a high enough priority. And I get what he's saying, actually. I absolutely get what he's saying because, you know, what you focus on, you feel, what you feel, you get. And, you know, anyone who's out there thinking, God, I'd like to have financial freedom and create wealth, you've got to start with your psychology around money. And that's, you know, really about playing, if you get the, get the, um, the connotations, about playing offense and defense. Offense is what you earn, it's your income. Defense is how you save and how you invest. And that's the stuff that, you know, starts to compound over time. So again, do that as early as you can. I wish I'd been told that and had a really good mentor around finance at that age. The fifth one is around giving back to others and contributing without expectation. Now, I did some of this. Um, I was coaching my school's basketball teams. In fact, I was coaching my, my school's basketball teams plus some other youth basketball teams. Massive passion for that for me. Um, it wasn't enough now that I look back and a lot of my personal fulfillment certainly back then and now comes from contribution and when things aren't going so well as they as they do for all of us at certain times you can always reference back to to this you know what you're doing what you're giving and you will feel satisfaction and gratitude and as I've said on previous episodes it's one of the main reasons why I'm now doing the podcast and if you're not you know spending some time contributing again it doesn't matter about the age you know any at any point it should be something that's in your your daily weekly habits then i suggest you do so because it will start to bring gratitude to the forefront and if you you have gratitude you don't have fear take more risks and you generally get more success okay so a couple more number 6 when opportunities present themselves show up So even when said opportunities don't even look like they are that at the time, do not be the victim. Don't be the person worrying about what they need to get. Be the person who says yes and hustle like fuck. Okay? And we touched on this with with Rock again last week. But a lot of people (laughs) still to this day, and I don't think this is just something about age, but, you know, the life, life doesn't owe anyone anything. Yeah? You know, opportunities that don't look like opportunities have to be embraced by that. Saying yes, you know, and and jumping in and showing up, those are the things that start to create, you know, the, the, the things that you want in life. So again, let's bring that back to business for a second. You know, you, you've got to think that, you know, you might be sort of, oh, I don't want to take that risk because that could not work. I could lose my money. Okay, you've got to be sensible and you've got to, you know, make your decisions. But, you know, if your psychology is more one of, you know, saying yes, showing up, putting all the work in, putting the hustle in, you're going to be more successful. It's simple. It's a simple formula. Back then, I was doing quite a bit of this in fairness, but, you know, there was some points where I probably didn't do it early enough. And again, if I knew what I know now back then, um, there would have been different decisions. And, you know, who knows? Who knows what that would have happened? But as I said, I'm very grateful for how things have worked out in any case. Okay, and lucky last, above everything else, believe in yourself, yeah? Enjoy the ride, 
believe in yourself. We're all capable of great things. No one is better than anyone else. And the only thing stopping you achieving your your biggest goals and your dreams is you. Now, had I have known this early on, you know, remember I was, if you listen to the the uh, the first few episodes, I was the big fat kid, and I had to you know find a lot of confidence from you know a lot of bullying when I was a kid. You know, my self belief wasn't anywhere near where where it needed to be. But if I had known this early on, I probably would have jumped down the entrepreneurship path much quicker. When I was always already getting signs, it was what I was meant to do. So what stopped me? Fear and uncertainty. Not having enough self belief. Not having enough confidence. And as you know, you know none of these things are real. You know, and furthermore, time goes very quickly. My twenties were some of the best years of my life. And if I knew now how things would turn out, as I said, I probably would have enjoyed the journey significantly more. So hopefully all of those points resonate with you. It doesn't matter about your age, Alex. Hopefully, you know, this is what you were looking for. <laughs> they're, they're, they're life points. You know, they're things that I think that I've, I've learned over, over, over my time, which I think can be applicable to anyone. And, you know, the last one, believing in yourself, You've, you've got to, you know, if you want to have an amazing life, if you want to create freedom, create wealth, really enjoy your mission, scale your business, yeah, and not have any regrets, you know, that's the one above everything that I think is critical. And there's things you can do about it, you know, it's not just, oh, how do you do it? What do I do? I don't believe in myself. Well, you go out and find mentors. You go out there and join groups. You change your, you'll change your, your network, you work on your psychology, you do affirmations, you do meditation, you start to program yourself in different ways. There's plenty of resources, plenty of resources that can help you, you know, get through whatever you are, need to get through at this point in time. So there you have it, an episode that's a bit more about me, my journey uh, versus the mechanics of business scale up. But hopefully you can see the patterns and the parallels here that are certainly applicable when growing and scaling a business, as I said from the outset. And perhaps some of you have children or younger people who are, you know, you might be mentoring them. Uh, you know, I, hopefully they can get some value from this as well. I know that as my daughters grow up, um, I'll certainly be trying to help them as much as possible with this type of information and advice and and hoping to steer them down, you know, some of the things that I've learned that I I wish I'd known when I was in my early 20s. So there we are. As always, thank you for listening. I appreciate the support and I'm very grateful for all the feedback that I get. So thank you for that. And be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now.